Hello and welcome to the Supernatural podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill, and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And we are helping you be super at being natural. Is that right? You spoke that like a true natural. <laughs> We've had to be practicing that beforehand. But yeah, <laughs> Supernatural podcast, Dan. Episode two of the Supernatural podcast. Yeah, yeah, I like our new name. I've had lots of people saying that they really like it. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it suits us better, doesn't it? Because we don't really talk about business anymore. Yeah, no, it was it was time for a change, especially like hitting that milestone of the the century episode. It was seemed like a good idea, didn't it? Yeah, always moving on, always moving forward. A rolling stone gathers no moths. That is us, right? So today we are talking about heart rate variability. What is it? How we measure it? Why you need to know what it is? Because actually it is a very good indicator of health and it's something that you should all be aware of. Right, Dan? Yeah. So you turned me onto this topic last week. To be honest, I didn't know a lot about it. I'd heard the term, but never really studied it. Didn't know what it was. So I've enjoyed doing some research and yeah, I'm looking forward to learning a bit more from you and between us, I think it would give the listeners a bit of a good overview of what it is, why it's helpful to know what it is, and how we could incorporate improving it to live in a happier, healthier life. Exactly. This is, um, we did actually study it in the Czech Institute. When I went back on my notes, we have got some stuff from the HeartMath Institute. Um, yeah, and the HeartMath yeah, Institute is oh. the one who um, kind of like are the, the leaders, the cheerleaders of heart rate variability and getting it out there and doing a lot of research around it. So yeah, heart rate variability is what your Apple Watch will measure. It's what those aura, aura, I don't know how to spell it. Aura rings. Aura rings. That's what they measure. So a lot of like of these um, modern Fitbit things, that's what they're starting to measure, your heart rate variability. And it's not about the difference in the speed of your heart, is it? That's what I thought it meant. It meant like how many beats per minute my heart's doing one minute and then the next minute that but it's it's not that is it Dan no I was the same as you I thought initially it was when you take it in regards to fitness how fast your heart rate can come down from like beating really fast yeah, when you're doing exercise to coming back to yeah. a resting heart rate and then I thought that was a, an indicator of health and fitness which it probably is to some degree as well as what your resting heart rate is that's an indicator of being fit and healthy mm. but the heart rate variability is something totally different which has nothing to do with those two so yeah we should um we should enlighten the listeners on what the heart rate variability actually is yes so i was exactly like you i thought it was just how long it took you to get back to your rest and heart rate and it's not that at all because that's what we were taught in like fitness school isn't it you know mm. measure how long it takes to recover or how long it takes to get to maximal levels but heart rate variability is something that is going on all the time in your heart it's not just necessarily when you're when you are exercising and it's the the difference between the heart beats so your heart shouldn't be beaten um i've got a good like the what i've written down here is the heart is not a metronome so it shouldn't be like a static beat 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 in time like a metronome is every single beat should be slightly different to the other and they measure them down to the, like the microsecond don't they so every single beat of your heart should be at a slightly different time so it's the time between the beats and the fluctuations between the beats that is your heart rate variability well explained because that's exactly what it is and the the key word in there is the fluctuation the time between your beats might be very similar, but there is a fluctuation. Yeah. And and that's what the heart rate variability is. And again, now that I've done a bit more research over the past few days of what this all means, 
Yeah, I had the, again, probably what most people are thinking in the head now. You think, well, the more similar the time between beats is, the healthier you are. And yeah. if it's if it's more erratic, the unhealthier you are. But that's totally opposite to what I thought. Yeah, it's, it's actually, if you have a higher fluctuation, that's an indicator of better health. And the lower the fluctuation, so the, the more rhythmic, that indicates suboptimal health, really, doesn't it? So should we explain yeah. why why that is the case? Because I thought that would have been completely the other way around. <laughs> so it's controlled by your autonomic nervous system, and um, yeah, so it's it's used as a tool. So it's it's linked to your nervous system, and it's to do with your fight or flight response. So whenever you're going into stress, it's a stress response essentially, and how quickly you can recover from that stress response. So when your heart rate goes up like as we know the hormones start going you feel that you're getting stressed and you've got adrenaline running through your system and cortisol and one of their jobs is to increase your heart rate so that you're preparing for that flight or fight and push the blood out into the muscles and all of that kind of those stress responses and your heart rate variability is the measure of how quick you recover back to your homeostasis so how quick your body can go back to its natural state from a stress response yeah, a high heart rate variability is good because it shows that your body can adapt quickly to change. Yes. So if imagine you're, you're fit and you're healthy and you've got your emotions under control and then all of a sudden that fight or flight response is thrust upon you, like if someone scares you or you get into some sort of altercation, mm-hmm. if you have a healthy heart rate variability, it shows that you can then calm down and get back to normal Yeah. again. So it's the ability to adapt to change really quickly. So hence why if you have a good variation between beats, it shows that you can change very slightly all the time. Whereas a low heart rate variability indicates that your body is less resilient to change. Mm. Um, And it is more common in those who are unhealthy and have a higher resting heart rate. And that's because if you have a high resting heart rate of like say 100 beats a minute, the time between the beats is shorter. So like it reduces the opportunity for any variance. If your heart's absolutely pounding so fast all the time, the ability for that variance to be high is almost nil. But if you have a low resting heart rate and you're really healthy and it's only beating like 40 beats a minute, the variance in between those beats has a chance to be a lot higher. Therefore, yeah. your body can adapt to change quickly. So it makes sense once it's explained, yeah. but I had it all wrong in my head before I did the research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something that I've um, been really interested in since I started working, like doing a lot of breath work and breathing, because that's one of the things that heart rate variability is actually closely linked to breathing because like as you go into stress response you speed up your breath as well so it's an indicator of your stress response and which breathing is one of the things that can actually one of the few things that can actually bring it bring it back down or increase it (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so you've just you've just done exactly what i was thinking in my head yeah or just but you just say improve it that's probably improve it yes yes if you are under constant stress like you've just said in your heart it's constantly beaten at a high rate then your body's got nowhere to go with it um so you your heart becomes less resilient it's kind of like the way that i was described it to me it was like your body's ability to shift gears to shift up up the gears and back down the gears and the fitter and healthier you are you're like a sports car with seven gears and you've got more places to go whereas if you're in a unhealthy place then you're a bit like a old you know robin reliant and you've only got three gears <laughs> you yeah, you're, stuck in, you're stuck in second gear red line in the engine yeah yeah you're stuck there and you haven't got anywhere else to go so the more the fitter and healthier you can be the the better it is for your heart 
like you said with the the breathing the so people will now be thinking i've figured out how to measure my heart rate variability i feel as though it can be improved one of the best ways to that is general health and fitness okay mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of go past that but like you said the breathing and kind of mindfulness in particular has, has been really shown to be really helpful in like reducing stress but what we learned in the check institute and the particularly with the heart math institute was the, the biological oscillators so it's the mm. brain the heart and the gut and if you can get those three into some sort of synchronicity or as close as you possibly can that really seems to have a like a profound effect particularly on heart rate variance with things like peristalsis of the gut and positive thoughts like if you can get those three linked together then you're on a winner and doing in particular the certain types of breathing techniques which you can help us with Jill that seems to have a really big effect yeah so what I really like about heart rate variability is as well as the physiology of it it's like it was a clear metric because people like metrics don't they they, they don't yeah. like you can't really measure how happy you are <laughs> you know or how sad you are that's not really it you can't measure that but you can measure your heart rate variability and also but it, the heart rate variability is closely linked to your emotions which is what I really like about it so it's um it, those who are emotionally sick actually have a lower heart rate variability so um it and feelings of um, where did I write this down I had a really good thing about oh here um it's closely linked to things like heart disease cancer stroke Alzheimer's diabetes and intentional self-harm so people who intentionally self-harm have a lower heart rate variability so how interesting is that because it just like shows you that these things about emotions are linked to your body as well like to link to the physiology of your body and how the mechanics work oh yeah absolutely yeah if you do a back to front if you figure out someone has diabetes or they self-harm and and then you measure the heart rate variance then you're probably going to discover that it's very low yeah but if you do it the other way around if you if you take people and you measure the heart rate variability first then it can be used as an indicator that they're more likely to get diabetes or anxiety or depression. So announcing prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's We should be using this to try and track it. And if you track it early enough and think, oh, it's actually, it's very low. I'm, I'm too stressed. I'm in that fight or flight constantly. I've got poor emotion, emotional control. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I need to now I need to improve my health and lifestyle. And then you can you can track your heart, your heart rate variance and see it come down, and particularly for those who like stats and results and you can see metrics yeah. you can see it improving and it kind of uh, encourages you to keep going yeah scientists have also found that just one significant life event like a divorce can actually affect your heart rate variance as well so it, it just shows you how much you've got to be able to keep your stress under control yeah. and yeah. how stress can cause like major damages to to your body to your physiology to your organs um, so uh, the emotions, things uh, we're just saying about emotions linking to heart rate variability. Um, here's a couple of them that other things that you need to think about is emotional regulation. How how are you able to control your emotions? Do you just fly off at the handle at the slightest thing? Um, do you have aggressiveness, hostility, anger? All of those things can um, affect your heart. Um, how well do you react to stress? Like, is it something that... You know, we have tolerance levels to it. Do you get you to your high end tolerance pretty quick? Your empathy, how empathetic are you? People who are less empathetic have high, um, 
lower rate variance and um, attachment have you got any attachment issues like do you always feel like your happiness is dependent on another person that can be linked to lower heart rate variability as well so dead interesting and also i remembered this was something i um i learned a while ago actually that the nerves in the heart when they've dissected the heart there's a lot more nerves going up to the brain upward heart upward nerves than there are downward nerves so the scientists have deduced from that that the heart talks to the brain much more than the brain talks to the heart so how interesting is that yeah when you start learning about these things you realize that the heart is just far more than just a something that pumps blood around the body yeah it's there's something kind of magical about it and i think we learned in the in the czech institute that the the heart has an electromagnetic field, something like 50,000 times stronger than the brain. I might get, I might have the figures wrong, but it's a significant amount higher. Yeah. So if you think about like the things that we say about, oh, you've broken my heart or you like the effects that that can have then on your physiology that are huge, aren't they really? That it, it is a thing when people say I can feel it in my heart. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, emotion is energy in motion, isn't it? That's what it is. So things like when we spoke about the biological oscillators, which is the brain, the heart, and the gut, like you say, when you fall in love, you feel it in your heart, or when you get your heart broken, it's it's a, it's an actual emotion. When you when you're nervous, you get butterflies in your tummy. That's that's in your gut. It's a, it's an actual feeling. It's energy in motion. These just and we don't just have organs around there that are just doing one job. That's one of the jobs, but there's so much else going on that like again we said this a lot last week in our podcast it kind of blows our little minds I think <laughs> when you do start learning about these things I know but like people just go oh yeah I'm measuring the heart rate variance but they don't realize it links to all of this stuff like it links to yeah. your emotional your stress your mental your spiritual because it's all absolutely linked and it's just yeah it blows our little minds yeah, and you were saying there, like, if it just takes one major life event to change your heart rate variability. But normally these big life events, like something you like, as an example, said a divorce, but a divorce probably takes like a year, two years. Yeah, it doesn't just happen in so, a day, does it? Yeah, so like it is being in that, like probably just to clarify again as well, because even we keep kind of mistaking this. It's that too much fight or flight, hence like a, or like a divorce as an example, might take two years. So you might be in that fight or flight state that, sympathetic or too much stress that results in a lower variance between heartbeats mm. okay and normally because your resting heart rate goes up because you're stressed so if your resting heart rate is really high the time between beats is really small so there's there's less of a chance for a variance okay whereas if you're more relaxed if you're in a good place you've got a lower resting heart rate you're in a, you're fit and you're healthy the time between beats has a chance to be a lot bigger so that there's a higher variance, which means you're healthier. Okay. I know yes. we've already said that, but I'm just clarifying for myself <laughs> as well, because it's, it's, it almost, it just seems so backwards, doesn't it? I know it does, but it's, oh, it's so interesting. And heart rate va- variability has also been linked to vagal tone. So your vagal tone is the, is a nerve that is directly coming from your brain. It's not part of your central nervous system. It's not going down your spinal cord. That's why, this is why people who, have you ever wondered why people are in an accident and sever their spinal cord? Their, their organs still work, don't they? They still have a heart and they, they can still live. Um, so this is your vagal tone. So it, it controls your heart and your organs. So 
all your organs are linked via your vagal tone. So if your heart isn't doing so well, then the linkage would indicate that probably your liver, your kidneys and all your other organs aren't doing so well. So your vagal tone, poor, poor vagal tone is linked to cognitive functions. So again, your brain, uh, visual recognition, uh, memory and alertness. So um, improving your vagal tone as well will improve your heart rate variability. And I know you're going to say, how can we improve our vagal tone and our heart rate variability, right? Yep. Are you going to do one of them things where you answer your own question again? Yeah, I'm going to tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the best ways to improve those two things is uh, breathing. So your breath is closely linked to your heart and to your vagal tone. So um, any slow breathing exercises. So we call this heart coherent breath. And what we do is put your hand on your heart. So put your hand on your heart down. <laughs> and then we breathe in for five into your heart. So breathe in for five, expand your chest, and then breathe out for five. Through your, in through your nose and out through your nose if you can. And just really think about how amazing your heart is and all that love and send the love into your heart. So breathe in for five. Breathe out for five. And as you do that, just think how amazing as your chest rises and falls, your rib cage expands and you're just putting all that good energy into your heart. And the more that you can... Um, uh, get your heart muscles more working. <laughs> I don't want to say working. I mean, I don't mean your heart muscles. I don't mean the cardiac muscles. I mean yeah. the muscles around your heart, like the intercostal muscles, more flexible and able to, because um, they don't want to be stronger, but they want to be move better. So think about your rib cage expansion into your back. The diaphragm attaches right down into your lumbar spine. So actual, like the, if you breathe into your back, think about the expansion out of the back really helps so anything any breath that adds up to 10 basically so you could do in for six out for four you could do in for three out for seven whichever one you choose or you can choose a different one every day i just do in for five out for five because that's quite a nice one and what they've done as well this is dead interesting i'm off on a mission now this is not in any of my notes but you know like how the chants of like the buddhist you know the i can't remember the I can't remember them, but the, the Buddhist chants and also um, the, what's it called? Syncopation, the, oh, it's got a name. Iambic pentameter, is that the right name? Pentameter. Uh, you just sound like you're talking a foreign language now. I've never right. heard that. I was dredging that off from my A-level English. Pentameter is the measure of poetry. The, um, the what does pent mean? It's five. The Buddhist chants are all in a count of five. So you have to oh. have a breath of five. So you have to have a breathe in and then do the the words, then breathe out oh, for five. Right, okay. So they're all um, measured when they've looked. It's like so fascinating, all of this stuff, because it's just like how it's all linked together. So like the Buddhist chants, the Christian chants, the poetry, the ancient, ancient things are all in a count five. I'm sure it's called the iambic pentameter, but I might be wrong. But the pen, pent is, a, is the count of five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's so interestingly when I did the research, the the first breathing video that I came across was five sec second inhale, five second exhale. But so that just equals six breaths per minute. So yeah. it's just like a nice round. It's easy to do. And if people want to research it a bit more, there's some really good videos on YouTube where there's um there's like visuals on the screen of like a an inhale and an exhale. So you don't have to count yourself. You just go with the movement of the, yeah. the shapes on the screen and it's um yeah really simple but 
it doesn't have to be overly complicated. You just have to do it, don't you? Yeah. And another really good one for vagal toning is humming. And uh, just sitting up nice and tall, getting good posture and just hum, and just sending that vibration. It's that whole vibrational energy, isn't it? Down into the vagal tone, into the vagal, vagus nerve. And that will, those little vibrations just help to increase the motility of your organs as well. And the motility is that the ability of your organs to move slightly in their sockets. Yeah, yeah. You can go through that full vocal tone. So the do, re, mi, fo, sa, la, ti. And then you can even do the, what the, again, what the Buddhist monks used to do. They would do the, oh, even just doing mm. that. You can, you can, oh. if you get better, you can feel it resonating in different parts of yeah. your body when you do the musical scale. Yeah. So when you get, when you meet a real, true, like holistic coach and you figure out where you have trapped energy, say if it's down in your first chakra, then you can, you can just practice the first note on the scale. So just do the do. And just practice that and you can feel it resonating like down like in your in your legs into your pelvis which is linked to that like safety and survival things like that so mm-hmm. it's yeah it's really interesting how it's all linked and like you say when whenever we open our check manuals like this is this is all there and paul's been teaching us for like 30 <laughs> years or something it's just, just crazy isn't it and we just forget about it don't we yeah. and it's like links back to like the organs all have a different resonance yeah the planet earth have a resonance and we have a resonance and if we can dial into that and things like sound what's those things called those the tuning pop, forks tuning forks uh-huh, you know wave one of them over your heart so you have that affects your variance and if, if you if people are sitting there thinking about like variance and like resonance and sound and healing like the the easiest explanation i think for people like is if that sounds like a load of crap but whenever someone beats a drum you can you can feel a vibrating in your chest or in your stomach and you, have you ever seen? Well, you will have seen those videos where opera singers will sing and they'll they'll smash a glass. That's because they can they can vibrate mm-hmm. the air. So that's all that's all it's doing. But we have kind of different, um, like an antenna which picks up different different resonance and different sounds in our body, and that can help our organs. That can help our structures. So it's it is very scientific. But like, yeah, it's weird how the monks and stuff knew all this just without science. They just knew intuitively, didn't they? I know. I know, and it's our podcast here today started off very scientific and evidence-based, which as we always like to do. But then this all still links to the heart rate variance, that stuff that may sound like woo-woo, like breathing, like uh, resonance frequencies, but yeah. it's it all benefits and it's all proven to benefit as well. And like we say, like this, this just the icing on the cake that might make the difference between you having a low heart rate variability to a high one grounding as well is really good for heart rate variance. yeah so for like you said there we we kind of we started off very practical and we've gone off into the esoteric but <laughs> for people who yeah for people who do like the the numbers and the statistics like the, there are people like that so like you kind of say it's like 50 50 or i think in the Czech institute they call them cats or salamanders you know what i mean like yeah. it's different types of different types of personality there's a saying, isn't it? If it can be measured, it can be managed. Yeah. So if you if you are able to track your heart rate variability through apps and through heart rate monitors and things like that, having that feedback, it may motivate you to, to get healthy, to reduce stress, to incorporate mindfulness and breathing. Yeah, this is especially good for people who, who like to see feedback because we can already measure things like how many steps you do a day, what your blood sugar is, what your sleep is, your calories, your blood pressure, your weight. So why not? try and figure out your heart rate variability. Like if, if you're a numbers person, it's just going to motivate you to do more. 
Mm-hmm. So there are, I think the technology is going to get a lot better over the next 10, 20 years, because some of obviously the cheap ones these days probably still aren't that accurate. But for anyone who has any problems with the heart or anything, the, the best way to figure out what your heart rate variability is, you would have to go to a hospital or a doctor, but it's an EKG, like an electrocardiogram. Mm-hmm. And that will give you a very, very precise information of, of the variance in between. But I think we're a long way off having like personal electrocardiograms. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? And then you, you know, could see, yeah. I'd be, I'd be testing mine all the time to see if my breath work made a difference on me oils or me drum. Oh, you, you, you will, <laughs> it absolutely would, wouldn't it? I mean. Yeah. Well, you can you, feel it, can't you? You don't need yeah, a measurement exactly. to feel how you feel and how you react to stress and how, are you flying off the handle all the time? Do you feel out of control of your emotions? Do you feel like happy, sad? You you don't need a monitor to tell you that kind of stuff, but that's how it all brings it to the fore, really, isn't it? That's yeah. But that's at the end of the day, yeah, if you if you're unable to track it, if you can't track it accurately, if you if you don't know what it is, there's never a bad time to do breathing and mindfulness and try and bring yourself down to earth and live healthy like that's doesn't matter if you're the healthiest person in the world it's still a good idea to do it <laughs> it's yeah. yeah 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 stay healthy that's it so um dan have you got anything else to talk about heart rate variance because that's interesting isn't it mm. no that's that's all my notes i've enjoyed learning about it and uh, yeah hopefully listeners you've learned a little bit more about heart rate variance if you've never heard of it before then you can explore a little bit more yourself and I know we said it about 10 times, but we had to keep correcting ourselves on the, the weight. Like, so a lower variance to, yeah, is, is bad. A high bad. variance is good, which, yeah. You want to be high. You want to be high. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, if you can hear some random screaming in the background on my audio. It's my son in the room next door. He plays this, <laughs> this game on the Xbox and it's like, I think it's where things jump out on him and he starts screaming. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was, I thought the lads were fighting. Thought... Oh, could you hear them? Could yeah. you hear him? So I forgot to tell him I was starting to record. <laughs> Normally he switches it off. So I apologize in advance. It's just my son testing his stress system out, his nervous system. No, listeners, what Jill really does is when she starts the podcast, she traps children in the cupboard. That's them screaming <laughs> to get out. Yeah, that's it. So what are you up to, Dan, this week? Anything exciting? When this is released, I'll have just climbed the highest mountain in the country, actually. So Going up Scarfell Pike on Saturday, or I will have climbed Scarfell Pike on Saturday. So yeah, looking forward to that. Getting into spring, getting outside and doing some outdoor activities, man. It's seemed like a long winter, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Definitely getting some mountain energy into you. Oh yeah, I'll be up there barefoot at the top with me Tai Chi ruler. Lennon, <laughs> <laughs> give us a video of that, please, with your barefooted <laughs> yeah. Tai Chi. That will look, yeah. look good. Yeah, well, what am I doing? I've got a breathwork session tonight, so I'm looking forward to that. And, um, oh, I'm getting a new bathroom fitted. I've manifested the bathroom finally. <laughs> yeah. It's only taken us 10 years of manifestation, but, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> the final straw was just like the bathroom looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind all this manifestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you can find me at my website, organicpilates.co.uk, and you can find Dan... Where on planet find? earth yeah planet earth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you can find me at the active life center normally there i normally live there just tune in to his frequency and you'll, <laughs> yeah you'll collective consciousness it. yeah yeah exactly so thank you for listening i hope you like our new name change um don't forget me now the supernatural podcast and uh we are available on itunes spotify 
all of the places, my website. And um, yeah, we'll see you all next week.